Diabetes could have killed me. Instead, it saved my life. Without diabetes, I'd most surely be obese. I'd probably be stressed out most of the time, a lot more than I am today. I know I'd be hungry all the time and on the hunt for food like a starving cat. I'd probably be alone and I'd most surely be unhappy. I'd also be very, very sick. This is where I was headed until diabetes pulled a U-turn into my life and forced me to change everything. Instead, I'm living a truly blessed life. I found happiness again after a devastating heartbreak. I'm married to a man, my Sal, who loves me and loves my son, who makes me laugh and keeps me sane, who rolls with me every day through the tornado that is my life. I'm busier than ever with work, and at the same time, I meet a daily challenge raising a child with special needs. Time is often hard for me to find. I wake up each morning and go to work at my dream job as a co-host of The View, where I walk a crazy tightrope every day, gabbing with four of the smartest, sassiest, most in-your-face women I know. Last year, I fulfilled a dream I didn't even think was possible when I spent several magical, crazy weeks on Dancing with the Stars. I am a fortunate woman. This was a dream come true, something that I had wanted to do for a very long time. And finally, finally, I could say yes to the request. Why? Because physically, emotionally, and mentally, I was up to the challenge. I knew I could compete. And I probably would not have been able to say that almost six years ago before I changed the way I ate. I'm also in the best shape of my life at 45 years old. After spending decades struggling to lose weight, dropping pounds and picking them right up again with some extra for good measure, I am living at a healthy weight for the first time in my life. I have more energy than I did when I was in my 20s, though everything's hanging a bit lower than it was back then. And I'm sticking to a daily regimen of healthy eating and exercise that makes me feel great, sexy, capable, strong, and will help me protect my health for the long haul. For these things, I have diabetes to thank. How did diabetes get me to this place? Getting my diagnosis of diabetes forced me to take a cold, hard look at the way I was living. It forced me to make some fundamental changes to my diet, to incorporate regular exercise into my life for the first time, to change my essential relationship to food. But this did not happen right away. After I got my diagnosis of the big D, I was in shock. I had to mourn. I had to go out to the pancake house and eat a plate of waffles dripping with butter and syrup. I was trying to drown my sorrows. And then I got the call from The View. They wanted me on as a permanent host. That was my first wake-up call. I did not, as you'll soon hear, easily come to the changes I began making. I ignored the signs of my deteriorating health for many years. Even after I got a diagnosis of prediabetes, I brushed that warning off in favor of clinging to my old favorites, which in my case came in the form of elaborate pork loin dinners, barbecue takeout with all the fixings, mac and cheese, sweet potatoes and butter cornbread, and half-gallon servings of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, when I do something, anything, I do it big. And for a very long time, that included food. At the time when my doctor told me I had prediabetes, I simply thought, oh good, I don't have diabetes yet. I don't have to change a thing I do or eat. 
I didn't know then what I know so clearly now, that prediabetes should be treated like an enormous warning bell that screams to every ounce of your being, if you don't stop what you're doing and change the way you eat, you're asking for a life-changing disease named diabetes. After many years of ignoring the warnings of my prediabetes, I had to make a decision. If I wanted to stay alive, and I did, not just for myself, but most certainly for my son, I had to change. So I did, step by step, day by day. I remade my life, my eating and exercise, and my entire relationship to food, which entailed not only what I thought about food, but also the triggers behind why I reached for food when I felt distressed, lonely, or sometimes just plain old bored. My relationship with food was a messy, confused tangle of many emotions, and it took me a while to understand just what I needed to change about.